You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Uh, we didn't see you there. We didn't see you there. <laughs> you just, hang on, hang on, y'all. Uh, Mike, before we went on air here, you were telling me that uh, there's you have a new condition where you have to eat dog shit. What's that about? <laughs> it's not a condition. It's just a thing that I like to do. It's just the thing you like to do. I thought yeah. it was just like okay. When you were telling me, I was like, oh man. There's nutrients in it. There's oh, nutrients in it. That's I true. guarantee you, at some point, somebody uh, probably has. You know, did you ever hear about the guy who invented um, dog shit? Kellogg's cornflakes. Yeah, the guy who invented dog shit. His name was his name was Thomas Jefferson. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson invented dog shit. One of the founding fathers invented dog dog things. shit. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> now the guy that invented uh, Kellogg's cornflakes was like super. Like his whole idea was that with Kellogg's cornflakes was that the more bland your food is the better it is for you and he also had a thing about how you were not allowed to masturbate and that's like a tenant of like kellogg no, like the, the dude's last name was kellogg and he was just like really serious about never ever masturbating uh fucking i i mean i wouldn't want to hang out with him at all uh, <laughs> the cornflakes really are kind of terrible and then you get frosted yeah. corn, frosted flakes and they're fucking he like great. ran an insane asylum and like <laughs> made no, i wonder why but um ate bland food and didn't jack off ever yeah exactly and he invented dog shit and he invented dog shit um, and he invented eating dog shit yeah which to go back to what we were saying before you were telling me before we got on that you've been eating dog shit yeah 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 it's delicious it tastes like it tastes like dog food but worse yeah <laughs> It's just like dog food, but if it you know how dog. you know how dog food tastes too good, I've been eating dog <laughs> shit because it kind of cuts some of the deliciousness out of it, so uh, I don't eat as much. I can follow that. You know, dude, I I can't I I can't believe I'm about to tell this fucking story, and no, it does not include me eating dog shit. Um, but I went to a party one time with an ex, and this particular ex was her friends. I didn't really like her friends, and they were like really like sort of condescending people, you know, just kind of look down their nose. Or at least I felt like they did. And, and it was yeah. probably my own emotional immaturity at the time. I think they're judging me and I didn't fit in and, you know, whatever. And me and this girl, it was, it was a bad relationship anyway. And I was jealous of her friends. So we go to a party and they have on like a counter top, like a table, they have like bowls of snacks 
just various bowls of snacks. And I wasn't talking about, she immediately went over and started talking to friends. No one was talking to me. And so I went over and I was just eating the snacks. And then I was just kind of looking at everybody and just eating the snacks. And then I started eating cat food. (laughs) The fucking cat bowl was right beside the rest of the snacks. I have no idea why it was. And I'd eat like two handfuls. That's that's Uh, probably that. I mean, I've had some dog like that. You, my dog literally now has a cookie like, uh-huh. and they're like, but they're like, there's like icing on them and stuff. Like uh, I've that. seen and those. They look, they look delicious. Have you eaten it's, I mean, I mean, after it passed through the dog, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to uh, cut my calories. This is the best intro we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. ever. Okay, so speaking of this. Uh, this today's guest is our really, really good buddy, uh, Daniel Freed. TV's Daniel. TV's Daniel. He goes by TV's Daniel. He has a band called TV's Daniel. He plays guitar in the, I think, one of my favorite bands of all time, uh, Radioactivity, uh, with Jeff Burke from another band, of one of my favorite bands, and yours as well, uh, The Marked Men, who uh, you also plays in, play in bands with Jeff, uh, and you play in bands with Daniel, uh, you, The High Tension Wires, Daniel plays in Dracula's with us. So this is just a, this is a family. A this is a, fam. A, this is fam. Fam friend of, of, of our podcast of me and Mike. Uh, great guy. A little dark. This one's a little dark. This one's gonna, a little darker. It took a little bit of a turn. Uh, he said some things happen that I don't think he's, he, I don't know. He kind of, he, he called him a failure and I did take a bit of issue with yeah, that. And I think it's because I'm, he, he I'm, called himself a failure yeah. and we, we, we think that, that's not true, but, but, you know, uh, you know, we kind of get into it. It, it. it is hard as uh, people that, you know, put out records and stuff. Things don't maybe sometimes don't do as well as you want them to. And it's sure. frustrating and it's, and you, you, well, you'll hear, you'll, you'll hear, hear. But, it's, but it, it's, it doesn't raise an interesting topic. And I, and I'm serious. And I, I think you might know people too, that, they, they spend their whole lives trying to do something and then somebody sees something in them and then they get money behind them and then it doesn't happen. And I've known people that have committed suicide because of that, gone into deep depressions because of that, you know, but changed their entire outlook on life because of that. And yeah. I think my, maybe some of that, I didn't, I don't think I realized the extent with which, with this guy who we, you know, or is an immediate first, first stringer friend of ours, how much it had kind of affected him until, this particular podcast you know he's yeah, yeah. seeing it as a failure not only as a protective friend and a guy that loves him was i were like i don't think it's a failure you know and I, I can't argue with him it's how he sees his his own achievement well i mean i think there's a difference between there's always a frustration between something you feel is an artistic triumph which i think he thinks of with that that record but sure, sure. But also, you know, when when something artistically does well and then, you know, commercially does not do as well, there's just there's a weird conflict. I definitely have a handful of those in me that I'm so, you know, they don't grind me up as much because I I think in I think you you he does this, too. I mean, there's a I try not to. I it's therapy and I try not to think about it and just keep going forward and, and just like well, you know and, doing and, that. and i don't think he's consumed by it but like no. he chose to like reflect on this at this point and if i were to like reflect on stuff i definitely could could go into that as well with my well, catalog and, 
in a microcosm of it, is this is like how somebody else sees, you know, how many times have you gotten off stage thinking that was the worst show I've ever played in my life? And somebody immediately comes up to you and goes, dude, that was amazing. That was an amazing yeah. show. And, you know, and to Daniel, these things might be seen as failures and, and to anyone else or to me, you know, I was like, oh, that was a great record, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's just an interesting episode. And I think it's an interesting uh, take on perspectives. We could say that. Uh, but again, I love him and you love him and he's a great guy. And I hope everybody uh, goes and checks out his stuff after they hear this. So uh, let's let's get into it. Let's get into, it, get with, into uh, it with TV's Daniel, Daniel Freed. Now me and Mike have now done a, an amazingly hysterical intro and everybody laughed and everybody likes Mike more than me. <laughs> you gotta keep that in. You gotta keep that in so people will know that they're supposed to do that. Well, they already, I think they already know that. The the Twitter and TikToks are are ablaze with how Man, much. Man, I fucking just I literally or last night I started setting up a TikTok. Tick and talking? I'm not excited about it at all, but somebody was like, hey, that you can reach people. So I mean, it's exclusively for just promoting shit. But I don't. I don't really know. I don't know. I hate. Right. I hate it. I fucking immediately hate it. But I'm also no. like, well, if it's like an extra like 15 seconds to throw up a thing and maybe eventually get more podcast <laughs> listeners or people knowing about a record or something, then is this a, I don't is know. this a TikTok for you specifically or a TikTok for? Oh, uh, just a, for all the crap that I'm doing. All you know? the crap. Speaking of crap. And Weeby all of, Enterprises. Yep. Speaking, speaking of all of, all of your crap, uh, how about our shared crap? And one of those things is this particular podcast. And we have uh, just a beautiful little little buddy of ours. Hot uh, piece of meat. Hot piece of meat. Um, he's our little brother. And we treat him like that. And we teach him lessons ever so often. He gets out of line. We Not have to love. show him. They, well, lessons in love. We have to show him. The ways of the world. Uh, this is our good, good, good buddy, uh, Mr. Daniel Freed. If anyone knows who Daniel is, he also is. He goes under the, the the handle TV's Daniel, and he has a bunch of great records. Is that he's in a band, another great band called <clears throat> Bad Sports. He's in the amazing band Radioactivity. He's also Moonlights in a little band called the Draculas that Mike and I have been rumored to play. In. You're probably leaving out about 17 bands, aren't you? Probably true. You yeah, guys have a band together called the High Tension Wires that Daniel has played in. Uh -huh. uh, Daniel has also played in our our other uh, great buddy, uh, Mark uh, Ryan's band, The Mind Spiders. Uh, tell Any else? Am I forgetting anything there, Daniel? Van Halen. Uh, Van Halen. Video, video Wax Museums. Uh, I video! Play, I play on tour with Lost Balloons. I toured with Sonny Vincent. I toured with some people whose names have been redacted after this <laughs> I was just about to not uh, say that. <laughs> uh, Dan Halen. Well, anyway, everybody say hi to Mr. Daniel Free, TV. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was weird that you did a stint being R. Kelly's guitar player. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's uh, all I, I just had a wah pedal and I just did the funky wah, 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 yeah. wah the, like about three hours at a time. Yeah. Before we get into the backstages, we're crazy. What have you been up to lately? What have you, what do you want to talk about there? Um, I have been recording. Well, we only did a little bit so far. The new TV's Daniel record. Uh, we did kind of the, some of the basic tracks in the studio with Chico Jones. Uh, and awesome. 
that's been watching a lot of TV and you had some of that Zach Blair magic on the last TV's Daniel recording from what I, I mean, I'm going to have it on every recording from then on. I got to uh, have that magic, baby. Get me mm-hmm. in there, baby. I'm fucking, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm for hire. Let's go. Actually, magic. you had some Mike, you had some of the MW magic on the last one too, didn't you? Not on the recording, um, but I played a couple times live, and by play, yeah. I made I mean I made noise in the key we, of the song. That's all we need. Yeah, the well, I mean that's basically what I do, but vocally, uh, so, <laughs> and actually not even. In that, the key. Hey, man, that's all uh, music is. It's just making noise in a certain uh, key. That's all it. All literally, all it is. That's true. It's only twelve notes, but you know who taught me that was uh, that taught me that was uh, Keith Richards himself. Jesus Christ. Uh, Dan, can you talk about any radioactivity goings on? Uh, I recorded uh, a, a whole album where we used we used all, pretty much all of your gear. I took it and we took it to the studio and we recorded all of was what that. Was that, That's what was, that in, was that in town? Was that in Austin? That was at Cool Devices. So that was three years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> we did, and, and it has not been mixed or released or even thought of since then. We probably the supposed- last the last record at Cold Devices, right? What's that? Well, it's probably the last record recorded there at Cold Devices, was it not? Probably, yeah, I think so. Because uh, because it was a la- it was like the month that Jeff was leaving um, oh. to go to move to New York, and he was the idea was that we would have it mixed and ready and out by the end of 2020, and then you know. Uh, yeah. the whole world ended so sure. what i i was no. uh texting i don't know back, if you heard i was uh-uh. texting back and forth with jeff just a, a few nights ago about that i was like send me some of them sweet tracks baby if no one whoever's listening to this podcast hasn't heard radioactivity um it's jeff uh our buddy jeff burke uh from the great band the marked men um it was the band he started and Daniel is the guitar player in that band. Please go check that band out. Actually check out everything Daniel does. Cause I don't think you've been in a band, a bad band yet. Yes. Um, please go, please go check out video and bad sports. The ones that I actually get uh, royalties on. So there, you go. Yeah. there you go. Uh, you know that and- sweet, sweet Spotify stream dough. That's yeah. right, baby. And TV's Daniel TV's Daniel. Yeah. You have I, get, good- I get a hundred percent of that. That is. Uh, but also, you know, congratulations on being in the Draculas. That's a that's a coveted gig. And yeah, you know, the the day happy. I got jumped in was uh, was a highlight of my life. I would say, <laughs> yeah, shit, bitch. I didn't, we ain't done with that. Wait till we see you again. <laughs> We've been coming up with new shit. Oh um, man, yeah, we are about to. Yeah, it's it's gonna be weird. I mean, well, actually, the three of us were we were sort of in a pod during COVID, and we had a couple uh, the Thanks. three of us in our. Uh, respective partners uh, had had a couple like we I remember the first time we met up during COVID was like we we're out in like a the parking lot of a stadium. Remember that? The, That's right. We had like a pizza party. Yeah, yeah, like a pizza party in the parking lot of a stadium. So you guys are kind of like some of the only people I really saw very much. Hey man. Um, hey hey man. I love you guys. Hey man. Hey guys. Hey. hey guys. Thanks thanks for having me on. Hey man. You too. I love I love you guys. Uh, yeah, but we had you over to our uh, our house. We hung out outside. Yeah, you're right. We've been we've been potting together, not just podcasting. We've been we've been potting together. Um, all right. Well, now that the love the love fest is is over, um, it's never over. But let's let's dive into this fucking these three things, Dan. So uh, let's go for your thing number one. Thing number one. All right. So can I give you uh, the whole heads up? about the, about the, this thing so sure. all right i only, just like 
the head <laughs> is just that I I just my heads up is researching that the Holocaust numbers are off. So yeah. heads up, some people are gonna get mad at you. <laughs> heads up. So you texted me yesterday. Luckily, I have not anything to do to uh, come on and do this. Yeah. But so I was like, what, what should I do three thing wise? I don't know what I what three things. I'm not trying to give other people publicity. Well, <laughs> I <yeah>. love that. <laughs> yeah. It's all about it, me, daddy. It's all about TVD. Exactly. It could be like nature, though. And you're anything. Just like, fuck. What's, no, what's that's that but so, so I have nature. I, Pay, so hey, got, hey, leaves, fucking pay me. Lakes, <laughs> pay me. Mountains, pay me, motherfucker. If you want that TVD. Look. So, so I, I, I got it, though. It's okay. Like, I, I came up with something. I was about to say, thinking, you're the first person to come on that's not prepared. So that's No, cool. I am prepared. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. All right, I, so I got it all. So this is what I'm saying. So I have an overarching theme to my three things. Amazing. Okay. So Let's, thing number one. Thing number one. So I, did I tell you the overarching theme? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, okay. Or do so, we want to get to the end and try and guess what the theme is? No, nah, it's boring. You don't need to do all that. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the overarching theme, because I, I was like, well, I don't want to talk about, you know, podcasts or movies or uh, my favorite wrestlers, which I think are known. Uh, but Everybody knows that. Your yeah. favorite, favorite wrestlers are... Randy Macho Man Savage, uh, Coco Coco Beware, George. and oh okay, <laughs> uh, no, uh, we Hulk can, Hogan uh, and Hollywood Hulk Hogan, <laughs> and the missing link. Uh, but the the idea I was like, what in true TV Daniel fashion would it be if I didn't talk about failure and regret? So here's my top three, <laughs> yes, top three musical failures and regrets. Okay, I love it. And I, and, I, and, and I know that you guys have, you know, you've been around the block as we all have. So uh, we're starting. With I, was, I was literally in new kids on the block. So, <laughs> yes, uh, I've had uh, I have had Wahlberg sweat all over me. I've been around the block. All right. So uh, we're going to go with your. Is it the first one, a failure or a regret or what is going to be the first one? failure? Failure. <laughs> Thing number one. Failure. Failure. First one's failure, and I know we mentioned it a second ago, and you guys were sort of around at the time too. So failure number one, my band Video signed a record with Third Man Records. We yep. did uh, a record on there that literally no one heard. Failure number one. What? Well, that is that is that your fault or is that the record label's fault? I, I mean, I'm not trying to throw anyone on the bus under this podcast. By the way, this is not uh, just a. Uh, a smear campaign or anything like that. But right. this is just the things that happened in my life that suck. Well, uh, I will say this. I will say this. As, as far as <laughs> the, the the video debacle like that, I did go into Third Man Records just to like hang out. Mm -hmm. And I do know that on two different occasions, actually. And because when that was happening, I was making a record in Nashville. So I would go in there mm -hmm. quite a bit. I sort of lived there for about yeah. three months. And um I, everyone that was there was so jazzed on your band. And yes, I said jazzed. Um, they are smoking pot is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, they were smoking jazz cabbage. Left-handed <laughs> cigarettes, baby. Everybody in there was smoking the jazz cabbage. No, um, I, they were also excited about your band. And both times I would walk in, they would be listening to your band. So I think it was just, look, the fucking this thing we do is so weird. You know, it's That's like a, the yeah. confluence the, the, of weird shit has to happen. See, 
this is why I wanted to wanted to talk about these two things. This thing number one with you guys because it's like you guys have both been around the block. You were on a major label in the nineties. Yes, I was. That got dropped, and then absolutely, Mike was on a quasi major label ish, right? Yeah, big big indie. I, yeah, like a yeah big indie. It was like and a, a lot of fucking money. That's for sure. It yeah. was a big on it was a big indie and they were they were definitely going for it. They were yeah. they were they were yeah. certainly they they didn't, you know, I mean there's a ton of yeah. I mean I I feel you with the regret and it, a lot of it's is so um it's real this is, this like is, this is a failure. I don't regret doing it, but I Okay. Yeah, totally yeah. Failed I, I'll it. take the same thing too. Well, I mean for me it's like it it is a it, there's just a lot of like, oh, I wish I would have zigged when I zagged. But I was also operating with the only information I had at the time. And it was a landscape that was completely different. It's yeah. I don't know. It's almost like playing stocks or something, you know, sure, like, sure, look, sure. it's it's a swing and a miss. And I think the, the biggest thing about it is you swung, you know. Well, yeah, you well, had see, to. Uh, what you did is you did what Hackfish did, what my band did. Mm -hmm. We used the the support from them to sort of springboard ourselves to have a career because they did drop us but by the time they dropped us we had used their tour support and everything else to sort of get around the continent a few times and actually had a name for ourselves and so we you know i mean we ended up breaking up very not, not very long but that was for other reasons um so it wasn't really i wouldn't say to you it, it might feel like a failure but i i didn't think it was a failure for oh you it definitely it definitely is a failure for it anyway yeah. anyways but i'm once again i'm not throwing blame or throwing shade on anybody it's just uh subject no he's fine <laughs> i'm just kidding I'm <laughs> i i i had like i know you don't three interact i had like i had like a handful of interactions with him and he was always very nice uh yeah. and Look, but it, it would have been a failure if you put out a piece of shit record well, the, fa the failure is the thing that I put out what I think is the best thing that I've done, which is a record about failure. And then it failed. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that's that's then that cancels out the failure, I think. I no, mean, I think, oh, wait. So two double negative then is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah double okay. negative. I see how I guess what I'm saying is I see how you probably feel like it's a failure and I can't dissuade you from feeling that way. That's just how it is. But you put out a great record. A cool label was involved. They seem to love it, too. And both parties, both sides tried their best and it just didn't happen. And sometimes that's the case. Yeah. You know, that's, so that's, that's sort of why I want to talk about it, because it's like yeah. you guys have been in a similar boat. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, regardless, regardless whether you capitalized them or not, or at least did it. And then it like and then it blew up in your face, which uh, I did it. And then we kind of just sort of just petered out. And it wasn't really a uh, it wasn't. I've know. been on all sides of that spectrum. I've been yeah. on. The side where maybe I just joined into a band that had some sort of luck. I've been on, you know, uh, like say with Guar, the band that had been around for 20 years by the time I joined, almost 20 years. Um, and the record I was involved with ended up being sort of the re, uh, them kind of taking back what was theirs, you know, that for whatever reason. And it would, you know, it, to me, it wasn't, I was writing Guar songs. I just wrote, you know, so I guess there's no real magic to it. It's just kind of a, we all know how this thing works. I think what you have is if you have the ability or the desire to get in a van or whatever it is and go and tour and play shows, that's the only thing you can count on. I just, you know, this year is something we won't even mention because it's exception to the rule, but, but for the most part, I think, I don't know. I, I think putting 
a piece of art into somebody else's hands and then go hey hey go monetize that is always a precarious thing anyway you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and it's a lot of trust and there's been a lot of times i've been burned more than than not let's put it that right. way you know yeah. I've thought the label did a worse job more often than not, or a, or a bad job or fucked it up. And we had a bad experience off out of the gate. I was like a little kid and this, you know, big major label wanted a ba- like a punk band and liked everything they said to us was a lie, you know, but I didn't let it. I just kind of like fucking kept my head down and just kept touring and doing what I knew we could do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so- that's, I mean, in similar fashion, it's like we're not saying that we got super burned. They did put a bunch of trust into us and a lot of things. This is, this could be a whole podcast too, by the way. I have like, sure. uh, I have lots of crazy stories about that, which I'm sure we all do as well. But, uh, but so I, I sort of bring this up as, as saying, so saying this is the TVD way is to, to we're going to talk about a lot of regrets and a lot of failure, yeah. but there's an upside to it. So I would not have been able to do the record, the solo band or the record that I'm doing now without this experience, without like basically saying what works and what doesn't and what I should be more, uh, uh, what I should look out for in the future. Right. All of it, so. Yeah. Well, and and plus, I, plus there's just diss tracks all over this record. It's just yeah. one after the other. Well, um, I don't know, man. I think, you know, it sounds. I hope heavy. I hope that diss tracks get to that push a T level. So I hope I want to hear some of that against uh, some people. Yeah. On your record. Let's everybody. Everybody's getting thrown under the bus. It's gonna be yeah. All third man. All of Dracula's. It's basically any <laughs> anytime I, any person I've ever been a part of, you get your thrown under the bus. Yeah, right yeah. There. Bring it on. Hell man. yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just I don't know, man. I just I just think that like. You know, this is such a weird, precarious business, as is evidence in the fact that, you know, it could all go away so easily like it did this last year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's also kind of magical in this other weird way because there's nothing real tangible about it. There's nothing like you don't go somewhere and clock in and like work a job and leave it eight or, you know, whatever. But you can make a living at it. And that living is so in the ether. Can, can you? Can you, though? <laughs> yeah. Couple people can, one or two people can. Oh, yeah. See, this is this is my shot at making a living. I, I know, I, I I know more than and one. And I or went two back people. to work right after that. I know more than one or two people to make a living at, but six. Um, yeah, uh, but yes, you can make a living at it. Absolutely. Or, I mean, fuck, you know. Um, well, it's definitely feast or famine, and more of us live in the famine zone. <laughs> yeah. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to say, I just need I just need a little bit of that feast. Yeah, I just need I just want I just want one good meal. <laughs> you gotta think I just about want one what one like really just like like PF PF Chang's meal with appetizers. This is my this is my goal of coming onto this podcast is that I've listened to the other episodes and I'm like, oh, this is a nice funny one. I'm gonna drop a just an atom bomb yeah. of depression on this and no, just I, not I, have it be. I will say as being a little bit older, like I'm pretty like I've I think oh God, my accent was so thick when I heard it come out of my mouth. But um, but I do think that that uh, I've got to do a whole bunch of really cool stuff. And and I have had a little bit of success and it's it's still there's still things that are happening. And uh, 
I definitely, you know, there's just like a weird, like the thing about like making it too is such like a vague amorphous term and stuff. And oh, like, yeah. you know, was, I don't know. I definitely, that was never the goal for us. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, and I definitely, you know, gamblers had a moment there where the, um, the industry and stuff, it seemed like, oh, there was, and there were people telling us like, oh, you could, this could be a, a thing. And, but that window is pretty small, I think. And, um, and I don't think that window really exists. So now I'm a lot more comfortable. It's just trying to figure out how to make my own thing. That's kind of niche and then, and just push it as hard as I can, but also not get too wrapped up. And part of it was also finding, which I think you've done too, of finding other things to do on top of it, like filmmaking and there's, you know, money and stuff in that, like you're, you're all over cameras and stuff. And, you know, just putting your hands and fingers in a lot of different pots and stuff. Oh, that, so my, my, oh, this is sort of tying into that. The, the reason why I had to start doing this and start paying, I, so basically we had a budget from the label for the third man, for, for the video record, the entertainers on third man. And yeah, I, through various reasons or another, oh, oh, unlimited minutes. <laughs> uh, through various reasons or another, uh, we couldn't get the video done we had a budget and then our like the people that i was messaging about like hey can you direct this either scheduling conflict or money conflict or uh just location or whatever and i lost the ability to make content for my band and i because i didn't even own a at that point like my computer yeah. died and, and like i don't have enough money to buy another one and i couldn't even edit anything or do anything like that and so i when it came time to do this tv's daniel record or the the last single it was like i made my own videos and so then i so basically i don't yeah. want to be helpless against that anymore totally so, yeah totally well, it's a learning experience. Yeah, mean, yeah. You so, know, we 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 had we had a thing, and I really wish I could have gone back and like had the money that I had for that video to do now, because then yeah. I could have actually done something that's really cool. I but mean, now, that's for sure. I, mean, I would say the same thing. It's just like, man, if I if I, you know, back in the days when there were was when there was back in the day when there was money and there was they were going like, here's a bunch of money to go do a video. It's like, man, if I. If I had that much money now, I could make seven videos out of it. Seven good videos, too, because Mm -hmm. when you're not forced to, for me, when I'm not forced to go try and figure out how to do stuff and do it badly for a while or whatever, but like when you're not forced to do stuff on your own, it just seems like, I don't know, camera director i i I can't there's no way. So I'll just, you know, this guy says that it costs 10 grand to make a video and you're just like, uh, I don't know. Okay. But now it's like, no, it doesn't. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot more work when you're doing it on your own, but, uh, but you can totally make stuff and also find, you know, I like, I like that. I'm happier now and that like, man, there's so many cool people that I get to work with because it's on a budget. And I think it ends up making it more creative. I mean, it would be nice to have a big budget for a video or something like that, but <laughs> Yeah. But then, yeah, like, what? Where is the money actually going to? A lot of yeah, money? yeah. I mean, I would spend all that money completely differently now, and I would know all the pieces that are where it's getting spent. No, no one gets fed. Uh, number one, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> no one gets fed. I think Mike's that's literally to... the most important thing is that everyone gets fed. Mike, Mike just said a second ago that he wants one meal 
and That's he's going to take it take it out of every PA's pocket. Yeah, well, oh, PA's are not humans. <laughs> I thought we said every every person gets. Fed. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, yeah, never Th- those mind. are not people. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think everything, that's the one good thing about all this is like, you always, every bad experience with anything, you know, in this business, you just, it, you know what you're not going to do next time, or you know what you're going to do differently. Oh, yeah. Or you know what you're going to, you know, for me in the 90s, quitting high school to do a band, and that band doing abnormally well, we knew it, we you know, we knew we were like, whoa. But I also knew that this is all I wanted to do. And I knew I was going to make a living at it or I was going to fucking die trying. And all it did for me was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do it in this band that I started with my brother in Sherman, Texas. Um, that means I, I basically just had to quit being, I had to fucking learn how to play better. <laughs> you know, I was like, uh, so, I'm going to. Yeah. That, that's my, that's my number, number, number one problem. I didn't learn well, how to play better. But then I realized like, okay, if I want a living doing this, because I've always had that thing where it's like, I've known there's other people that are making a living playing music of whatever capacity, you know what I mean? Like you come to, when I came to Austin, there was guys that were making just a living playing blues, you know, for whatever, you know. And then I knew guys that were lit, making a living playing as a backup guitar player for whoever. I was just like, I, I'm going to do that. But it just meant I had to fucking work, you know, and I had to learn how to actually yeah. play more than a bar chord. Um, you know, Wait, you have to learn how to play a, more than a bar chord? Yeah. What's a bar chord? I just figured that guy out. Is that like? Is that? Is is there a different? Is there? Is that just when you're playing in a bar? What if you're playing in a theater? What kind of chord do you do there? A theater chord. (laughs) There's a theater chord. There's a amphitheater chord. There's a there's a campfire chord. What's the shell chord? What's camp shell? What's the one venue called? It's like outside with a shell. Clam shell. Clam shell. Clam shell. Uh, There's a there's a TV chord. That's all that I have is TV. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we've done 30 minutes on this now. Uh, that was a big one. So that was the big, like I said, I wanted to just really level the play. Yeah, I love it. Everybody. I love it. I love it. It's put a different, it's good to get a different vibe thrown on. That's this but podcast can go all over the place. I think you, to you, that was a failure, but I, I still, I, but it's, it's, it's yours to claim and it's not for anybody else to say, Oh, disagree with you. I, oh, yeah. I just, I didn't view that as a failure. I was so proud of you that you had the notoriety of that. Cause that's a cool label. I mean, say what you will. That's a cool thing. That guy does, you know, that record store is cool. That whole thing is curated. So cool. He does cool things, you know, with the live series and the book that he made. And I love going into that store. And I think that label does really cool shit, really cool things. And yeah, for we you, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't get any of that. Yeah, but it was just cool to, to have to have your record put out with those with those people. I mean, I know I was like, "Fuck, I want a record put out with Third Band." You know, um, it sucks yeah, that the I, th- I think it's it's doable. If, apparently, if they're going to spend money on me, they can spend money on you for sure. Well, it sucks that it wasn't a, a good experience past it actually getting released. But you know, you said it yourself. You guys sort of imploded after that, anyway. You know. Well, I mean. We probably wouldn't have if we didn't if we didn't already do that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it definitely puts a strain when things are not going good for sure. Yeah, and that sucks. And I don't, I don't think labels care that that happens. Oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean yeah. for them, it's like in the '90s at least they just signed everything. I remember every band in Dallas got signed to major. Yeah, and, See, that- uh, and every band, and they threw them all up against the wall, and like the toady stuck, but. A year after they got yeah. 
the record put out. It wasn't even like during the big rush, you know. Mm. That's yeah. what I, I've I've since said after talking to you, especially more so. Like I feel like in the '90s, had Bad Sports been a band in the '90s, we would have gotten signed by a record label and then dropped even before we did a demo. I think really, like yeah. I just yeah. I just kind of fantas- fantasize about how stupid uh, that would have been at the time. In which we got out, we got out in the that sort of the garage rock craze uh, of the mid 2000s or so as well. So we they did, didn't realize we did how, get a little bit. I mean, there were suicides because of that shit. There oh, was, sure. there was guys that, that, you know, that was their whole, that was their lives. They got, they finally got signed and then they got dropped and it was a business decision. This label was just like, sorry, that's the breaks kid. And then these guys are like, what am I going to do with my life? I mean, I was there a bit as well, you know? Yeah. Um, and I got in right after I think I started yeah. playing right after like all those bands were getting signed. And I think I was just barely starting to play like house shows when that was going on. But I remember I remember all that. that there was, needs to be a book about it. I mean, because it was really yeah. it was almost like well, the every uh, every A&R was looking for the next Seattle, every exactly. every. And there was about seven scenes that were like the maybe next Seattle. And there was so much money so much money in it back then just, oh, dude, it just was bananas. fuck you money you I'm, know? I'm surprised it was almost like our version of the the housing crisis the big short you know yeah uh, totally i can't believe totally. there hasn't been a book written about it and i think there's the people have talked about it because it was really a phenomenon there was more money being tossed around and then just forgotten about and written off man i tell you what though it's when the gamblers were getting Quartered around and stuff. It would, it would, I mean, even in, and I was, it would say it was like a six month to a year window that like we were getting, getting wined and dined. Uh, but it was, you know, it was fast food and cheap beer, (laughs) wined and dined. Um, but, um, you know, all those guys, all those record label dudes were getting just like, fired and hired and rehired and there's be guys that you just yeah. i don't know like the like guys we talked to at the beginning of at, that were at one place by the end of that that year six months later they were at the second place we were the, you know they were at this other everyone's constantly moving around so it, it feels like all those people that got fired just got hired somewhere else like it was yeah. well there's not many places for them to go and especially for like our genre of music, you know, the, the, that that music that was so big back then, it's it's not big anymore. So those those bands yeah. are like, and, it's, it's, it's not. Oh, there shit. is a lot less. It's weird because <laughs> bad news. <laughs> oh no! Do you have a guitar in your band? That's <laughs> uh, bad news. That's not bad but there's a lot less. It is different. I only know because I've been doing it for almost fucking thirty years, and you see the same faces, and forever you saw the same faces at those labels, and it is different people. It is younger people. It is like, yeah. which is good because I mean that's True. their it's their music anyway. Yeah. It's not for the guy that was a part of the Nirvana team, you know, like that, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, okay, Daniel. So uh, that's thirty five minutes on your thing one. So yeah, that's that's wrap, what I was trying to do. You wrap this up. But uh, uh, how long is this podcast typically? It's like an hour, right? It's about an hour, but we we we'll go over. We'll go over. Okay. Um, oh, you got to go over on the TBD. That's the, that's mm, that's what I do, baby. Go All right. Over. So let, that's your third thing. Number one, it was uh, you you deemed a failure, mm. and it was because your last band video My favorite failure got signed to a cool label, and you don't feel like anything happened with it. So let's go for thing number two. Thing number two. 
thing well th- circling back to thing number one everyone should go check out video of the entertainers on third man records yeah I, it's I, it's very I, hard to google and hard to find on spotify and hard to find anywhere uh we did not think that we were ever anyone i mean google wasn't really like even a thing when we started the band and named it i think so, if you just go uh, video you know. the band and then it, at one point actually i will say third man did pay to for that algorithm video band we were number one at one there point there you go I think they we probably lapsed on that at oh, this man. Point. That is <laughs> tough, dude. Yeah, there you go. Which I will say this. No, we didn't because think, we didn't that is about tough because you look up video band, yeah, it's gonna pull up, you know, Lady Gaga or whatever, yeah. or or something that is more relevant right now. I will Are you say saying we're not I, relevant right now. I pulled I, out I a no, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm saying it's gonna pull up the what whoever's the most popular entertainer right now, probably like Cardi B or something like that. I pulled up out a denim jacket out of my closet the other day and I had a big video button on it. So I just I thought about you. Okay. So somebody's still repping us. At there you go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I am, baby. Five, six years All down right. the line. All right. You're number okay. two. Number two. This is slightly more of an over of, of a regret. Not necessarily. Okay. So, uh, but number two, I regret being on tour while they were uh, recording the first Radioactivity LP. So I was gone for two months touring uh, with Sonny Vincent. Okay. We did we did a U.S. and then we did Europe. And then during that time, they said Jeff texted me. He's like, "Hey, we need uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna plan a tour, and then we're gonna do this tour in Europe." Uh, and I was like, "Well, I you know I'm gone for two months. Like I'm I'm doing this this whole time." And so then. They just ended up recording, and so Jeff did all the guitar parts, which is fine because he's a four thousand times better guitar player than me. So it's like I would only do any, I would only ruin his songs in general, which is what I did for the second record or in the third record that hasn't come out yet. Uh, But uh, I get your point, though. I mean, you still, yeah. But so, yeah. And so then after that, then I didn't go on the first Radioactivity uh, tour in support of that record in Europe. Because oh. you were burnt from being out for so long. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because I'd already done two. I'd already done two European tours at that point, and there was a third European tour for Radio yeah. at that point. You got so. a little tired of salami and uh, <laughs> hard bread. <laughs> I was. I was begging just for an egg. Give me one egg. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I just need an egg somewhere. Um, uh, but I get that. You hear. You listen back to this thing, and you don't have your own mark on it oh no no i don't i don't i don't give a shit about the mark or whatever it it's like once again uh jeff is so much better at it than i I would i any any guitar part that i play in that band is uh just trying to redo what he did what's the regret then what's the regret the regret is that my name's not on it and that everyone always uh, and even the our all music says that i'm not even uh i wasn't didn't join the band till later i was on the first seven inch i was there <laughs> playing on it just day one baby <laughs> i've been there since day one daddy um yeah fuck playing on it you just want your name on it i just, um, need, I just need those sweet sweet dirt nap royalties is all yeah, I'm trying to say. Man. yeah yeah uh, i need i need ken to finance another house for me yeah is all i need really uh, just ask him he's got more money yeah i, I get so. that though i mean i i would have he's a, got that raw wave money now right i would have a much oh, yeah. Different, yeah, yeah i would have a much different reason regret uh but i get 
I get being a part of a band and, you know. I'll say, though, like, I, I mean, I'm super like, I mean, even I mean, I guess it's I guess my name is on it. But like I, I sing some backups that you totally can't fucking hear on uh, on, uh, I think, the second Marked Men record. And it is just like a kind of a cool I mean, I I, I love that record. And it's kind of cool that, you know, the, the, it, it doesn't it one. doesn't that doesn't do anything for like my career at all but i just like i love that record and like i i mean i'm i'm just stoked that i got to do yeah. some stuff on it I, love- I don't i don't know if you've seen on on the record so if we go on tour or anything uh somebody will give me a record and be like hey will you sign this and there's like three names and i just write my name underneath it perfect yeah well, you know you need to get good at writing it in that font <laughs> perfectly in that font get a little stamp <laughs> That's yeah. some of my favorite stuff that I've ever done, like playing on the on your stuff, Dan, or just the stuff you get asked to do. Oh, that, you, you, your favorite thing is playing a D chord for four minutes. <laughs> no, I mean, but, but yeah, but if if the song came out good, that's all I really give a shit about. You know, if the song came out cool and like Mike's you saying that you like that Mark Min record, just saying it, you have, and I did a lot more than that D chord, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, I'm there was a G in there. <laughs> I played a solo. Was it a studio chord? Did you record it in a studio? It was a studio chord, yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. So you did it on it. That's something that that's going to be on the LP. Yeah, that hasn't come out yet. The solo you that you did. Yeah. Well, I mean, my point is, and that happened a lot in COVID, you know, somebody just, and you recorded at your home and then you hear the, the finished product. There's something really exciting about that, especially if the song came out cool. You did refer to Sonny Vincent before. And he, uh-huh. for those that don't know who he is, he was in a band called The Test Stores uh t-e-s-t-o-r-s testers I don't, I don't think that's how you pronounce that. yeah i, think that's yeah, I know <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that so if you go if anyone googles that they won't go testers i guess that yeah that's that's true yeah that's fair. Fair. but so the you, testers but with the o at the end yeah, yeah hey yeah, did yeah. you Test when word. you were touring with uh i remember like i got that tester <laughs> i'm saying it what the fuck uh <laughs> i got that testers uh I got their like discography that Swami put out and um, there's like a weird like when they're talking about him and I saw you play with them. And it was actually uh, that show was awesome. Oh, you were you were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You and Mac. I was great, dude. You guys killed it. That was Mm -hmm. I I loved it. Anyway, uh, the um, there's a part in that discography where he talks about. like wearing a tuna can lid or something about a tuna can. Neck. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just, I always like, they kind of describe it, but I was like, what does that look like? Cause I don't, I don't know if there was a good a picture key. of it. Back then there used to be a key that you dialed. Oh, uh, like I know a, what you're talking. Yeah. Like a circle and a, yeah. And so it, was it like, like a, literally looks like an old school key. Story, yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. almost like kind of like sardine can kind of thing. Cause yeah. I, I saw a picture of it. He had it like around his neck. Did he still wear that when you toured with him there? No, he had chains and he would always <laughs> wear, he would always wear a leather jacket and stuff for tour for shows and stuff. He actually wore a leather jacket 24 uh, seven. Like we would be in air. We were touring in, uh, July and August, so we would be in Arizona in July, and he's got full-on leather jacket, chains, b- 
boots and everything. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a guy. I like, I always wear pants. Like I don't really wear shorts or. Yeah. 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 And so, but like, I, I draw the line. I don't need to wear a, you know, four layers and petticoats and stuff like that when I'm in the desert or anything. So I don't think anybody and anybody on this podcast right now as much on is very big on shorts and flip flops. Let's put it that way. Oh, oh, anyone that's involved in the podcast. Yeah. Well, this current one. Have you have you looked at your uh, demographic? How how big is the cargo shorts and flip flops demographic? I mean, I don't know. We could do a call in right yeah, now. Yeah, we need to We're do. Uh, yeah, hey listeners, if you're about that flop life, go ahead and tweet at us about that flop hashtag uh, about that flop life. Or give us a call about fifth, that flop life. This this caller gets a pair of uh, uh, Zach and Mike make three uh, titties. The T I D D I E S. You know those, <laughs> yeah. those flops titties. Um, okay, well, that's a. I think that's a good number two. You 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 regret not having been uh, your name not being on uh, the the first radioactivity record. Yeah, mainly only for the because uh, uh, everyone ever everyone says that I joined later. It's like nah, dog. I did. Uh, anyway, stay from day one. I uh, hope number three is some really dark personal stuff. Okay, uh, so <laughs> that was number two, like uh, family related. Like I wish. <laughs> I wish I would have just met my dad once. But let's go for uh, I, honestly. I bet I think everyone here has probably met my dad even already at this. I've met. They come to your yet. shows. Yeah. They're they're yeah. very supportive. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Let's go for thing number three. Oh God damn! It's the thing number three. Uh, number three. Uh, the uh, it, so number one was the bombshell. Number two was the kind of softball pitch this is the rolling baseball of the of the three but number three i just want to say i wish i would have started this band earlier my solo band uh in dallas specifically i, I can get into the reasons more in a second and i also wish that i had actually uh recorded our lp prior to what i would be doing right now so basically we were starting to get a little bit of momentum and then COVID hit i think everyone's got that regret of sure. some sort of thing everybody but, but my main thing is that I wish in 2013 when I started writing songs for this band, which is also when I was touring in Europe three times and had to bow out of a couple things. So uh, I didn't have very much time is what I'm trying to say. But well, uh, let, let me back you up I and tell, I, tell the listeners that you also, your trajectory of where places you've lived are very similar to Mike and I's. You mm-hmm. lived also lived in North Texas. You also lived in Denton, which which your town Marshall is not exactly North Texas. It's more East it's Texas. Way East. It's like right way on the border of, of uh, Louisiana. So where Mike and I are from North Texas, you're from East Texas, and then you moved to the Metroplex, so Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton, that sort of area. You lived yeah. from back and forth between Denton and Fort Worth. And no, no, I know. Oh well, I did actually. I lived in Watauga, so that was close. yeah, bitch. Come on. I, so I was like, I was like. Denton. I was like Denton for nine years, Dallas for three, and then Watauga for like three months. There you go. Before I moved to Austin. Now you're here. And so we all kind of follow a similar trajectory. Okay. Okay. Now, now we're caught up. Go ahead. So, so the idea for the band entirely was that I was going to start the, the ultimate rock and roll band. I know how stupid and pretentious this all sounds. No, 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 no. I I agree. This is 2013. You know, it was a different time back then. Um, there wasn't an ultimate rock and roll band yet. Yes, exactly. There was never not a one that existed. But uh, so the idea was that I would start a band that was the simplest chords I could possibly make, which is I well, still that's do. That's when you pitched band. it to me. You were like, yes, you were like, I actually want a, a band based around songs that are one progression through the entire song. Like mm-hmm. like many 80s 
powers, you know, like like huge hits were one yeah. progression through the whole song, and then the yeah. vocal melody was changing, and you weren't really catching it. So I always thought that was a really cool yeah. concept. What what if every song was the passenger? Right, the right, yeah. which is great. Yeah, yeah. that's a right. great concept for a band. But uh, but I had the idea it was like if I I live in Dallas, there's not that many good punk or rock and roll is ish bands at the time yeah that was that was happening in dallas i was like i would crush this city well i mean at least i, like, I was there, like i was there three links weekend. i'm wearing a three links t-shirt right now yeah. i mean that's like the the place that like Big man ups, yeah. you go to deep elm and like that i don't know that that place feels like there's there's just an energy there that's like mm -hmm. oh that they're doing they're not stuck in the old way yeah. that's the, that's, that's the a, spot that i'm like i feel real comfortable i've just i don't know I feel it's, like a, it's a magical there. place it's a magical yeah, it's place it's, it's great yeah it's yeah. great uh anyway okay go so back to your yeah oh uh so i asked this girl uh who was in another band uh to be i was like hey will you she played bass she played a mose right like johnny ramone like she played like johnny ramone not just that she played a mose right like it was just bar chord downstrokes 100 percent of the time it was like that's who's in my band and i asked her i was like hey will you join my band and she said no and then i didn't start the band for like six more years after that. oh wow yeah that's is she, the same she, i mean is no. she would she would she play do you know where she is yeah, she's not in any other bands at the at the moment. So yeah, it's weird. there must have been something anything. going. That's when something's going on with someone because it's like just a no. I mean, no, it's like I don't. I mean, no, it was. I mean, I think she was doing something else in her life that she wasn't really worried about being yeah. in a, like a a crappy band with me that played two chords at a yeah. time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I don't. I don't fault anyone for not wanting to do that because it's not a dignified life the way I do it. Uh, well, something you said just a little while ago that I certainly can relate to of like oh, i got regret about not doing this or, but like you were super busy and there's so i have way more projects than i can than i have time and i have way more attention deficit disorder than i have focus so <laughs> it, it ultimately comes down to not as much stuff that i want really really want to get done getting done so and, and also to the detriment of like relationships and stuff like that because i'm i put a lot into stuff but you know you have to be like realistic about that time period of like yeah you're way too fucking busy you had way too much going on i could have done it at, within a year from that point had i could had i gotten a band together however i'm glad that's so that much goddamn work though yeah getting true. a band together especially a band together that i don't have to play an instrument and i have to teach everybody how to play yeah. a d well, we, chord for four minutes yeah well, but, no uh, it's it's really a studio chord a band is a lot of time it's a lot of effort it's a lot of it's a it's just a lot man getting a band from concept like idea to show just that a whole set list rehearsing that's getting four to five people together however many times to work up enough songs to have a set list to play for 30 minutes at one show. So from let's start a band to let's play the first show. Think of how much time you've invested to get oh, there. That, it's, I, it's like it's it's been it's been like four days at certain points in my in my life. It's it's sometimes it's it's sometimes but getting everybody's schedules to line up right, you know, getting you know, it's 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 a lot. It takes a lot to to do that. That's why it's like you know, every time you see a band and if you don't particularly like them or whatever, you just, I have to also go, but they worked hard to get here. You know what I mean? Like, 
had a, you think you think that when you see crappy bands that you're like oh man they're really working hard on this one. i mean i think i do think because i know how hard it is to get to that point you know what i mean sure i don't have to like them you know i may not like their band or like their music but you know. i definitely i mean for some bands i for mo actually there's a lot of stuff i don't like that i'm like you know what but if you figured out your niche in this god forsaken business right then good good for you i can say i don't like a band but you know it's personal preference but it's fucking hard to do a band it's hard to start a band it's hard to have a band do anything you know you know i like uh think is the most amazing i sincerely think insane clown posse are i mean i think they're geniuses like i think that that what they've done and what they've built even though it's not like i can't listen to it's it, it doesn't even make sense to me to like listen to it as music but like those guys like they built they built this amazing like they built this industry out of nothing yeah. and nobody really wanted them and they did, just just figured it out how to they do per, it like it's they, amazing they persevered they just kept going you know I, I think the big I think the big takeaway is that they're really big wrestling fans. So if you're in a band and a wrestling fan, you're gonna just like explode, is what it is. It's it's almost the same thing. Guard did so, so man. So we had so, Damien. We had Damien on a couple weeks go. ago. He's a big wrestling fan. You have you have you're TV a big wrestling on right now. Baby. Got you on right now. Mm -hmm. You're primed to put the. You're primed primed to. Uh, you're primed to put the rap game in a chokehold. Which I also I don't know if you know. Like in the late nineties. Oh, well, actually, maybe Zach might know because he has Zach's like his, Zach's very successful and he's friends with a wrestler. He's friends with a wrestler who's oh, by the way, we need to talk about have do you know anything about what's going on with the MVP right now? A little bit, yeah. You know that he fully saved someone's career and that that person is now the world champion. I did not know that. No. You know that. I do know MVP's having a moment now. I'm real proud of him. He's he's legitimately the MVP of wrestling on WWE programming. I'm fucking real. It's crazy. Yeah, like he's legitimately the guy that you whenever he comes on, you go like, oh my god, this is he's, this. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it, it couldn't happen to a better guy. Like he's and it, sweetest. Yeah, guy. yeah. Anyway, and he's and he basically took a guy who was. I mean, he's a legitimate threat. He's a giant person. Uh, who won a billion MMA fights. So he's like legitimately a badass. But this guy who wasn't really doing very well in the wrestling, or he did okay in the wrestling world, but now he's elevated to like a way higher level than he ever was because your boy's in there with him, like talking for him, basically. That's awesome. So, what's, what's the new guy's, what's the protege's name? Bobby Lashley. He's not a protege. He's like 43 or whatever. But uh, Well, I mean, if yeah. he brings you up, that's, you, you know. know. I don't know. Can you be... An old protege. Old, old protege is the name of a new band, or at least a. That is a good name. Well, I came protege. up with, I came up with a a, a a band name for a made up a high school ska band called uh, Dubious Science. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know if you heard, but ska is also come, making a comeback too. So. Let's, um, but with with the help of MVP is really uh, <laughs> MVP. <laughs> I would love to see MVP doing uh, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. He also Damien told us that he he also guested on like a big rap track as well, like a new song. Oh yeah, awesome. yeah, like uh, crazy Meek Mill or something. Yeah, he's uh him and I are are the way our lives have intertwined is so strange and like 
really really odd but anyway that's a whole other podcast that's been very well documented um anyway yeah so oh, wait. Uh, oh sorry but what i was going to say is that the guys in icp they were on wcw or actually they're on wwf as wrestlers and then they later went on to be on wcw as wrestlers completely untrained they were on national tv icp <laughs> just fighting legitimate wrestlers <laughs> on national television well see no isn't there there's got to be like training don't they have to train for that though at I least mean, you're, you're supposed to but i don't think these guys did and it's pretty evident in their matches at the time i think they got better over the years as everyone does wait how long did anything. they wrestle though that like was the like main a, two icp dudes yeah uh violent j and shaggy, shaggy Tudo. yeah mm-hmm. uh they you, see, you guys know their names of course. And, and neither one of us listen to that band. I'm from, but, I'm from Marshall, Texas. Of course I know the ICP. See, that's my that, back to Mike's original point. They are geniuses. I, re- I really do. I do I mean, think that true, they man. that like they just that festival that they throw that's just it's huge. The thing is huge. It's um, like it's like and the then way like the, the juggalos were like are like anti-Trump too, which is like so mm-hmm. awesome. I would and have like, thought they would have been pro-Trump, but you I mean, like on cursory glance, there's a lot of negative things you would think about 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 ICP and juggalos, but the, they actually like I don't know, the more I've like read and because I was always like, oh, it'd be fun to go uh to the gathering of the juggalos and take the piss out of it. And there is, but I there it's almost like there's nothing any worse than any other festival like yeah there's some drunk people that are too high that are like wandering around with their pants falling off or whatever or shitting themselves in the in the woods or whatever but like that's acl it's just they're they're just the they're the pants are less baggy at acl that are falling off yeah i mean look any band having a career nowadays and doing as well as they consistently do they've done something right you know uh, how did we turn on the ICP? Wait, what was? How do? How far do we get back from your three number three? It doesn't really matter. Should we just make this three things to be all about ICP? I mean, because I, I could talk about three different ICP things. We could start. We could. We could go back. Uh, oh, you wanted to start your band earlier. You wish. You wish it was a bit of a regret, not yeah, a huge regret, but you. No wish one you really cares started. about that. Let's talk more about ICP. <laughs> yeah. But, Back to that point, though, I think. Yeah, started- yeah, but let me ask you this, though: is is one of those uh, your albums? Does it fall into the uh, the Great Carnival? Isn't that the new the, 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 the dark the dark the, carnival? The dark carnival. The dark carnival. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's the new album is called The Great Malenko. Uh, <laughs> it's the culmination of the dark carnival. But uh, and you know, like I'm, you know, Dracula's are a concept band too. And so, their whole band is a concept band too. I can't not. I can't not that. Like it is funny that it's the Dark Carnival. Is it any sillier than Terminal Amusements? Not really. I mean, it's true. I mean, so what you're saying is that we should get Dracula's, the band yep. that three of us are in at the moment, to uh, play. I would play the, the play gathering, gathering. And I would play the gathering in a heartbeat. Can in I, a heartbeat. Absolutely. And I'm not. There's. No, I'm not being ironic. I'm no, not same. joking. I would fucking love it. Can we get? Anybody that's listening that's involved with the gathering is is that a thing? I don't know if you have if you've checked your demographics yet. Maybe either either, either flip flops or the people that are involved in the gathering. <laughs> flip flops. Fifth caller gets us on the gathering. Let's get on the gathering. Twenty twenty two. What year is it? I don't even know. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. 
But, well, yeah, but for next year, I, I think yeah. they're gonna they're gonna do a pass this year, right? Yeah, probably. Unless it's can, in the fall. Yeah, can we get for on the virtual gathering? That would kind of be the yes. best of both worlds. Yes, <laughs> streaming the gathering. Uh, the I'm actually checking to see if it's happening this year. Yeah, um, let's find out. I would like. I I wanted to. My friend Zach, who lives in Detroit, uh, who in a band deadbeat beat which i don't know if you guys have heard but I've, I've heard that band yeah that's one of my favorite records of a couple of the past two or three years or so uh the how far is the name of the record but he what he's used to screen print and he was the screen printer for icp and psychopathic records and he went to the gathering and had to just constantly he was like the merch guy too at the gathering yeah they would just pull in like an insane amount of money yeah. uh, at these things it is happening this year august 4th through the 8th hey my birthday's on the 5th so it's let's get us so, let's yeah. get us on the 5th it's announced. dracula's on the 5th at the gathering It'll be the I'm, after show if so you have you anything think, to do with the gathering, you guys, you let us know. Be the fifth caller. I don't uh, think it's in Detroit, though. I think it's usually it's like, like outside. In a it's somewhere. Yeah, it's Michigan uh, somewhere. Yeah, it's outside of it. It's in uh, Springville, Indiana, actually. Springville, Indiana. Now I'm you know less what? excited about <laughs> getting on that festival. You know where I love to go? Indiana. Out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, well, Daniel, uh, we're at an hour now, hour and three minutes, actually. So uh we're gonna recap you a bit your first one was a regret I think <laughs> probably the darkest one we've done yet the yes first, that's that's what I'm, I'm here for the darkest and the most the least listened to podcast that you oh you're you're that. definitely gonna get here that. we are here we uh, are you'll definitely get that uh the first one is you regret uh that you're you don't regret your record becoming out third man you regret that nothing you wish more had happened for it. Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah. I and regret then, failing at it. However, it's not sour grapes. It's fine. It's been years now. This is not a not, this is not a sad, sob story podcast. I'm sorry. You that was a, a, you need to get a tattoo that says no regrets. Re regrets. No regrets. I'm sorry. That was a you 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 deemed that a failure. You thought that was a failure. Correct. Yeah. Um, your second one was a regret. You wish that your name was on the radioactivity record. Even though you weren't a part of it, but you still it bothers you when you see that record, even though you were in the band. Regret number two. Number two. And then uh, oh, number three. Can this, can this be a recurring theme on the podcast? Yeah. 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 Number three. We'll, just, we'll do a, a Patreon feature that's you, your regrets every week. Just yeah, yeah. Three, three <laughs> regrets every week. You wish uh, it turned into us talking about ICP, but you uh, you wish you'd started your band earlier. But I think you starting your band while you were here in Austin was was actually I a, better. I have a I have a better band than I ever would have at sure. the time. Uh, well, fuck Daniel. All right, thank you. Uh, thanks for bumming us out. That was yeah, good. I, yeah, this, thanks for bumming us out. That was an interesting podcast. So this th th that was my goal since immediately when you were like, "Hey, you want to do this?" It's like, "Yeah, what can I do to just how can I hurt them?" completely halt all momentum because yeah. i feel like i've done that with my own life and career as enough so i need to i love it i love it it's like very like thematic there's like a motif going on mm -hmm. yeah. once, motif a, once again no free publicity except if it's for myself and my own failures yeah bitch i'm a that's shooting, right baby i'm a shooting star you ain't taking shit down <laughs> uh no. you ain't take, taking any the only thing that can stop a shooting star is a black hole so it just oh, it, we'll that. see who's who's you ain't taking none of my gravitational pull is strongest. <laughs> All right, bitch. 
Um, <laughs> that should be a shirt. All right, bitch. All right, bitch. Is that the is that the first uh, the first Zach and Mike make three? Uh, What's that? Hey, all right, right, bitch. It's all right, bitch. Z M M plus three or whatever. Z M M M. Oh, you did the photos. Uh, you know, for anyone that's a fan of our podcast, uh, Mr. TV's Daniel did the photo that the cartoon is based on. That if you look right. at our podcast, that's Daniel took that photo. So, yay, mm-hmm. yay, Dan. So, and my payment is to was to come on this podcast and, and meet us. Uh, you guys can com- meet us. Yeah, just completely <laughs> just drop like a you know an, an atom bomb, make a, a big truth, crater, a truth bomb. A truth yeah, bomb. Well, we need to get you off because bomb. we're gonna we're gonna have to candy this one up. So we got to get you off so we can do an intro and an outro and make fun of you. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I mean, what that, that's part of me being jumped in and out of uh, Dracula's. I believe. Exactly, bitch, which, yeah. of course, again, is not done yet. And you'll find out next time we see you. Uh, <laughs> anything you want to say? Uh, you have you have a TV's TVD thing coming up, right? When when should people be on the lookout for that? Oh, I don't know. The end of 2020, 2021. Really? What you're year is it? Out of the park, I you? don't know. Like, I, I haven't even finished the record. Uh, the producer just had a baby. Uh, so we, we, we haven't finished anything. Uh, I feel like Dracula's is going to be the more uh, actually uh, uh, active band in the next uh, few months. So you're goddamn right, motherfucker. Anybody. So basically, what I'm trying to say is follow me at TV's Daniel on, uh, on uh, Instagram. And you can find TV's Daniel on Facebook, maybe, or whatever. Just follow me on Instagram. That's way more fun than actually uh, than Facebook anyway. All right. so, yeah, so- you don't want to hear any of his hot political takes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's correct. <laughs> so. All right. Well, thank, thank you, Dan, Dan, Dan. And uh, thanks for doing the podcast. And we love you very, very much. Okay. That was, uh, that was interesting. I'm hurting, <laughs> I'm hurting man. No, no, that was great. That was, that was great. awesome. Okay. I think we had a good convo about the, the you know. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, once again, everybody, listen, uh, do your research. Check out uh, Daniel Free TV. Do your, do your homework, motherfucker. Your homework. Yeah, his band's video, his band's uh, Bad Sports, Radioactivity, uh, TV's Daniel. And now he is a member of the Draculas that's been rumored that we're a part of as well. Uh, what do you got, motherfucker? Uh, doing a podcast as well as this one called the International News Service. It's very silly and very fun. Find it where you get podcasts at. I'm on Twitter at Mike Weeby, on Instagram RS Mike Weeby. You know what? Just come hang out with me. Come hang out. And we've got uh, some Dracula things coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. But most of all, we have this podcast and we're so, so, so happy and grateful and thankful that all of you guys, we've been getting really good feedback, um, good reviews. Uh, it's it's great for like, us. Subscribe, uh, like, and subscribe. Like, smash the button. Uh, but seriously, it, it's it's been awesome for us. We're two guys that have made a living or just spent our whole lives playing a band. So this is a totally different endeavor for us so it's it's been real rewarding that i get to talk to you know to me to 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 you and who i would be talking <laughs> to anyway and uh people are listening in on that so thank you guys thanks and keep keep doing it and we'll keep trying to make you make you giggle <laughs> all right. um all right well thanks guys and uh we will see you with another uh amazing episode next week right yeah Hot, yeah. hot guests coming up. Hot guests. Hot, hot takes, hot guests. 
Uh, thanks a lot for listening and uh, uh, keep listening, motherfuckers. Oh, man. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or nothing more than a one hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.